Hey there, thanks for listening and welcome to the Marketing Matchmaker Podcast. If you're looking to grow your business, increase your revenue and scale your impact, all while staying true to who you are and the people you serve, this is the show for you. I'm Jennifer Tamborski, digital marketing strategist, fractional CMO, and founder of Virtual Marketing Experts. My team and I work with six and seven figure coaches, consultants, and online entrepreneurs who are tired of playing the guru game of one size fits all marketing. They're ready to create a business and marketing strategy that actually builds relationships with their ideal clients, creates massive shifts in their business and rapidly increases their revenue. As your marketing matchmaker, I'm going to help you find the perfect marketing match for you. This show will teach you how to reach your ideal client, connect with your audience, build that perfect relationship, and generate more revenue. All through a process I like to call dating your ideal client. Now let's go have some fun. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to The Marketing Matchmaker. In this episode, we're going to focus on what I like to call dating your ideal client process. This is the process we take all of our clients through. It's what helps them to be successful and helps our company to be successful. There's a lot of pieces to dating your ideal client, and I'm going to break down each piece specifically in its own episode. But today I kind of wanted to go over the overall process give you an introduction into what I mean by dating your ideal client and why it's important. And also kind of cut out some misconceptions when it comes to marketing. So one of the things that I have seen, especially um, as in the last couple of years, is this concept of guru marketing, or at least that's what I call it. Mostly it's about cookie cutter template marketing, finding that person, whoever it is that you follow online, who says things like, I am going to give you my exact strategy that I use to make six figures or seven figures or a bazillion dollars, whatever their thing is, to grow and make my business successful. And I totally believe that these people use this exact process in order to make their business successful. However, what ends up happening is that people try to take that process and follow those steps exactly. And oftentimes it ends up failing and it ends up failing because marketing is not a one size fits all process. It is really about learning to customize your strategy to fit you, to fit your business model, and most importantly, to fit your audience. In the last couple of episodes, we've gone over strategy and marketing as an art and a science. And this all kind of correlates into this process of what I like to call dating your ideal client. So when I say things like it needs to fit your business, first, let's roll that back for a second. It needs to fit you, right? There are marketing processes out there 
that or strategies out there that have people hopping on Facebook Live every day to do some kind of engagement with their audience. That may not be comfortable for you. And that's okay. So when I say that there are marketing processes or strategies that need to fit you, that's kind of what I'm talking about. You need to be comfortable with your marketing strategy because let's be honest, even as a digital marketer, even though I take the majority of the work off of your plate to take care of, you are still the face of your company. It still needs to be you representing your company. So you are involved with your marketing. Your marketing is an integral piece of your business. And therefore you have to be comfortable with the strategy we put in place in order to grow your business. So that is the first thing when I say a cookie cutter process doesn't work when it comes to marketing. The second part is understanding your business model in and of itself. There is different types of marketing depending on whether you're B2B, business to business, or B2C, business to consumer. It is a different process to market to a business than it is to market to a consumer. It's also a different budget, right? A business to business marketing process tends to be more expensive at the front end, but they're easier to convert because this is a business expense for them and they're willing to spend and invest in their business. So if your product, service, or solution provides them value in their business, they are willing to spend that. However, there's a lot of noise coming at them. And so it tends to be a more expensive process to get them in the door and easier to sell. However, if you're selling to consumers, well, let's be honest, there's just as much noise going out to consumers and they are easier to get in the door because they don't necessarily look at it from a critical eye of um, wanting a lot more information. They are looking for that quick win, which is what your top of the funnel lead magnet generally provides them. So they're less expensive to get in the door, but they may have a longer sales cycle, which means it's harder to sell them. So they may be less expensive to get in the door to get to the top of the funnel, but the process to get them to buy from you may take longer. I have a client, well, I've got one client who their sales process took them, takes them sometimes one to two years to have someone on their email list before they're ready to purchase. Another client, it's six months. I have other clients that it's legitimately a couple of weeks. It just depends on what you're selling, who you're selling it to, and how you're selling it. So understanding your business model helps you then to craft a marketing strategy that works within that business model. So you understand all of the pieces and how it, how that works. And the third thing is your audience. And this really leads into that 
updating your ideal client idea. So we talked in the last couple of episodes, we really were talking about strategy and the need for a strategy to focus on your business and more importantly, your ideal clients. So you can take them from what I like to call introduction, which is a cold audience that don't know who you are, don't know what you do, all the way through to commitment, which is where your money is. That's your sales. So what do I mean by dating your ideal client? I have this belief that marketing should be about building relationships. And when you look at your marketing and your business from the aspect of relationships, you can see this process that it takes to really develop a relationship. And it makes you feel more genuine, I think, when you look at building a relationship with your ideal client, rather than looking at them, I don't know, there's this term called bro marketing, where they often look at them as a number, right? When you look at your audience and your ideal client in the terms of building a relationship, that becomes more important than the number. And when that ideal client and that relationship is more important than the number, then numbers tend to grow and scale naturally and doesn't feel as forced. So what do I mean by that? So when you think about dating in the real world, right? If you are really looking for a partner, right? You're, you're looking for that end goal being some kind of partner in your relationship. Generally, you are pretty focused about what type of guy or girl you're interested in, right? You know that if we're thinking about a relationship, right? You know that you're more attracted to this style, blonde hair, blue eyes, brown hair, green eyes, whatever that may be. You also know if you want someone who's really intelligent or really funny or um, somebody that has a good paying job or age range, all of those pieces that really go into kind of designing your ideal mate. So when you're going out and you're dating, especially online, right? You do those profiles on match.com or whatever, you have all of the things that you want in an ideal partner. That's really what you're looking for when you think about dating your ideal client, right? It's really starting with and determining that piece. And then when you look at a dating relationship, there are stages to it, right? There's the introduction phase, then what I like to call the flirting phase, right? You guys are communicating a little bit. Then you move into the dating phase, commitment phase, and then the keeping the romance alive because I don't know about y'all, I'm married, I've been married for over 20 years and keeping the romance alive is just as important as it was when we were dating and flirting just saying. So if you look at your marketing from that perspective, you really have an opportunity to look at your business in a different way, 
right? That's a little maybe easier to understand and for you to really develop realities around your marketing. So often people are wanting that instant gratification when it comes to the marketing. And reality is, is that marketing is a long game, right? This is a process that takes months, years, you know, I mean, people are doing them. If you really think about marketing and thinking about the big people that you see marketing all the time, Nike, Apple, all of those, they're constantly evolving their marketing and changing their marketing. And it's a process that they do over time. No one expects or should expect that million dollar hit overnight. Does it happen? Absolutely. There are people that started marketing on day one and by day five, they were making a lot of money. Does it happen every time? Absolutely not. And that, my friends, is one of the biggest misconceptions about online marketing is that all you need to do is throw out that Facebook ad and you're going to make a million dollars tomorrow. That's just not reality. So if you look at your marketing, like you look at a relationship and look at dating, you, you know, right, going from introduction to commitment in an actual romantic relationship, can it happen? Yes, I know people that it's happened too, but is it the norm? Absolutely not. It is more likely and you tend to get better results if you look at both your marketing and your relationships in a long-term view. You look for that big picture. And then you start to create a really powerful marketing message. It is so much more powerful if you focus on one process in your marketing to take people from that cold audience to that sale. If you focus on one way that you're going to do that and learn what's working and what's not and start really modifying your marketing and your sales funnel to to correct based on the data, based on the science part of your marketing, it makes your marketing so much more powerful. Then you're able to create a repeatable process, right? That's the science portion. We get to repeat the process over and over and it's successful. You then get to scale it and optimize it. And it's just, I mean, let's be honest, it is fun to try new things, just like it's fun to casually date. But if your goal is that end commitment, whether it's your dating or your marketing, having one strategy in place that you follow through from beginning to end and you tweak and you adjust, it's just going to be more satisfying and more successful in the long run. So 
when it comes to your marketing, expect the long game, expect it to take time and investment in order to grow and scale it. There is money that is involved in scaling your business from six to seven figures. And if you look at it as an investment and learning what works and what doesn't work to get to that next level, you're really going to be happier with this whole marketing process. If you avoid the assumption and the hype and the guru marketing that tells you that you can make a million dollars overnight and you focus on really creating deep, meaningful, lasting relationships with your audience and your ideal client, your business will more naturally and more genuinely grow and your income and revenue follows that. So what does that process look like? So I am going to dive into this in more depth into each of these steps in our business in more depth in individual episodes. There is a lot that goes into each area of dating your ideal client. And I want to make sure that, you know, you can get the information you need in the bite-sized pieces that I'm delivering it. So the five steps that we really do in our process is what we call the introduction phase. So this is really about that strategy. Your introduction phase is about assessing what is building out and assessing all of those pieces. So who your ideal client is, what they do, and you know your customer journey. Those are the areas in your introduction phase because you really need to know those before you introduce yourself to people. So just like going on to match.com, right? You're, when you go on there, you open your profile and you start filling out all of those forms that helps them introduce you to your ideal mate. Same kind of process. We want in that introduction phase, we really want to, to know you and your audience as well as possible. We want you to know your audience and your ideal client as much as possible so that you're able to introduce yourself to them in a way that they can hear. So step two. Step one and two are the, are the areas where most businesses get and then have to go back to later to redo them because their marketing wasn't working. So step two is what I like to call the flirting phase, right? This is all about engagement. Just like when you're dating and you're texting with someone or, or FaceTiming with someone or that whole match.com where they have the inboxes, whatever that is, um, that flirting phase where you're kind of getting to know each other and whether or not you'd make a good match. We do this in what we call the engage in, in the flirting phase, we focus on engagement. This is all about warming your ideal client up so that they know who you are, what you do, who you serve, um, and they're getting value from them, 
from you without that commitment yet. Stage three, the dating phase. This is where most people start. And in all reality, it's kind of like walking into a bar and going up to somebody and um, asking them for a date before you've even asked them for a name. Kind of weird. So the dating phase is really lead generation. This is getting people onto your email list. It's, you know, the process of actually starting to um, move from that match.com kind of inbox thing to coffee, to meeting someone for coffee, or maybe even dinner. Those are the kind of things that you do in the dating phase. It's the lead generation phase. Then we move into the commitment phase. This is the way, this is the spot where everyone wants to be. This is where you want your business to get to as quickly as you can in your journey. And that's where you're making money. That commitment phase is where people are paying you for your product, service, or solution. And just like in dating, there is a there are steps and there is timelines that come before you get to that phase. And sometimes it's a longer process than you may expect. And I'll get into more of that in some of the other episodes. Your commitment phase is really where your ideal audience becomes your ideal client and where you get to do your magic, where you get to make those changes and transformations in the world that you want to make. So the last phase in our Dating Your Ideal Client process is keeping the romance alive. So this phase is another one of those phases that people tend to forget about. And it is because just like in a relationship, in marriage, keeping that romance alive not necessarily the funnest part of it. It can be though. If you really look at it from a relationship perspective and not from um, a money generating perspective, it's about assessing what's working in your business and what's not. And it's about streamlining your marketing so that all of your messages are consistent throughout all of your marketing. And it's scaling, right? It's knowing what works and doing more of that so that you can continue to connect and nurture your audience. Here's the thing. Sometimes these steps tend to overlap one another. So keeping the romance alive can actually sometimes lead right back into the flirting phase because maybe it takes someone longer to warm up to you and to be ready for the dating phase or the commitment phase. So when you look at your marketing and your relationships, if you look at it from a relationship's perspective, you get to kind of interweave all of these processes so that they become one seamless relationship rather than separate entities of your marketing. 
And that, I think, my friends, is one of the biggest factors when it comes to marketing. So often people try all of the things and they don't necessarily realize that they're not connected. The tasks in marketing, if you're not paying attention to them, are not necessarily connected. And without them being connected, it makes the marketing process disjointed and often confuses your ideal clients. So if you are ready to market your business, it's really important to look at your business from the perspective of relationships. First of all, it's fun. It's much more fun to look at a dating your ideal client process than it is to think about the I don't know, the more mundane terms like strategy and engagement and lead generation. Think of your marketing as creating a relationship with your ideal client and you will always be successful. In the next episode, I'm going to dive farther into the introduction phase and give you all the bits and pieces that go along with that. In the meantime, I would love some feedback from you. So my ask for you in this episode is to go and leave a review on Apple iTunes so that we can continue to provide the information that you are looking for. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Matchmaker Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback. Please head over to iTunes and leave a review so we can hear from you. And if you are a coach, consultant, or online course creator who are looking to grow your business, increase your income, and scale your impact, connect with me at yourmarketingmatchmaker.com. I look forward to hearing from you.